When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What, what what are your initial thoughts of, of this? I, they're not initial. You've been recruiting these guys for months and years now. But the versatility of the class, it seems like you attacked every position. You got two in one position, three in another, four in another. Like, yeah. that's what you're looking for, right? Well, we're looking for make sure, you know, I just start with the back end with the DB class we brought in last year. Right. Conrad played some. Uh, Ashlyn Barker helped on special teams. Um, but Quindarius Jones, Jabril Rawls, KJ Kirkland. You put them in that group, and I know we hit on all five of those guys. Then you sign this class, and part of the reason I was excited to come here is whether it's Kai Bates, Jamari Howard, Ricky Knight, Charles. I've seen these guys practice maybe every year over yeah. the last two years. I've seen them up here. I've seen them in our camp. So you, I want to say you eliminate the chances of making mistakes yeah. the longer you're here. Because you see, well, at our state, they practice all the time. They're always in workouts. Right. They're in camp. So I just think, you know, that's nine scholarship high school players we've signed in the last two years. And I think it's the future of our secondary. And I just, I'm over the top excited. You know, linebacker, you know, the numbers are always going to be a little bit lower because of just the position needs and right. what you're doing. Uh, Jaden Parrish fits into probably the Blake Nicholson, Kalen Deloche mold of really good athlete, will develop into a really good linebacker, has the physical skills, yeah. great kid, great upbringing, you know, playmaker, sort of that. You know, Tamir is a little bit more of a knockback thumper that has enough quickness to him. You know, really relied on Randy, went down and evaluated him in person a couple times, and so we're excited about bringing him in too. In a D-tackle, I think very rarely you're going to sign somebody that comes in and has an instant impact. I think we know that. Right. So you're trying to sign the traits in the person that in two to three years, they're part of your two deep, and the really good ones are all ACC, All-American type players. Yeah. The other ones are your three fours and fives that you're playing with to win the game. I think we did that last year with KJ Sampson. Right. And I feel like we're going to need to do that with what we signed this year at defensive tackle too. Do you see it stacking, though? It seems like, well, it doesn't seem like it's the truth. Your recruiting classes keep getting better every year you're here. Right. And as you're get, as you've just completed this class, which is y'all's highly ranked class, I would assume you're thinking next year is going to even be even better because you've had now five years to kind of plant your, well, your the defense, the team, the, and the recruiting all gets better. Yeah, right, right. That's the plan. Yeah, and do you see? Can you see that when you're talking to the juniors now? Like, you know what I mean, and the sophomores. Like, I, I have to imagine maybe you're fishing from a different pond than you were when you first got here. Yeah, I mean. You know, that's all in the eye of the beholder. You know, it is because we've signed some players, Shaheen Brown. Right. We were the only rod in that pond. <laughs> right. And right. I think he's got a chance to be an elite ACC safety and one of the best safeties in the nation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, there was the Azaria Thomas mm -hmm. recruitment that, you know, we just try to stay in the end and we ended up with him. You know, there's just it's a lot of a lot of different things that go on in recruiting. You yeah. know, but to your comment, I think being a championship caliber team and having elite defensive players that are now getting drafted at a high rate, 
more players are listening to what you have to say and what you've done. Right. Right. Which sometimes the best way to um, you got to get in before you can really get what you're looking for. So I think it helps in some circumstances, especially with the higher tier rated players. Right. Which doesn't mean they're going to be better players, but it gets you in that conversation a lot earlier. And how does it go with the roster uh, structure, roster construction of like? You know, you, you sign a lot of defensive guys. You, you can't expect a lot of freshmen to play right away. Some might play some. But do you try to fill holes here and there where, like, a kid decommits or a kid that you thought you had three weeks ago that decided not to come? The portal's open. It's wide open. Do you, do you kind of, uh, I don't know, assimilate or mix and match with the portal and the high school classes? There are times when we were here early that we needed to go to the portal because we just you couldn't rely on the percentages of the freshmen coming right. in and helping. We're not there right now. So you're you might see some of the portal like now we have players that are in the program that maybe have been practicing right. that are ready and we know they'll be ready, so you don't have to go get an older player. Um, you know, I think we have numbers. Even when you lose guys. Because even lose when you lose guys to the portal. But obviously. when you lose a you know, just say, you know, at linebacker, right? Kalen and Tatum move on, and so it's not just go get somebody from another school all the time. You have to do that if what you have in the room isn't going to be good enough. Right. Right? And so there's building from within, from acquiring from outside, building that, and then making the decision where you're at, and do you need to bring somebody in that's older and more veteran, you know? And I don't... Mike probably has a different... Just... If your team, I don't see it as portal in high school. Like, I don't really, I just see it as evaluating the right skills and people to right. build a team. You know, now I do believe in regionalization. Like, I think this team needs to be made of the Southeast. Yeah. It's the best. That was football. obvious with this class, like well, 17 think, of the I think last right? year, every defensive kid might have been from Florida right. last year. This year, I think it's just all Florida and Georgia, except for DD, mm. you know, and then. So. With, and I just wanted to ask you this since I got you. Uh, what makes a great team, in my opinion, this isn't even about recruiting, is when a great player goes down, the rest of the team steps up. What Jared Burst and Brayden Fisk did those last two games, the whole defense, clearly, and the way you guys coached, it was awesome. But can you talk to what they did? Maybe Jared in particular since he just declared for the draft and hopefully has a great long NFL career. What it means as a coach to see somebody that's already really, really good raise their level even higher when it's absolutely needed? You know, I think greatness knows the temperature. You know, I think when your best is needed, you need to be ready for your best. And now I did tell the defense, after that North Alabama game where we went through it with Jordan, and I had three or four, I think I told you guys this, I said, Coach, can, can I talk to the defense? I said, yeah, I mean, I'm never having a close where you can't, but what's up? I just, we need to make sure that you know, we're on our game. We got to play better with Jordan being down. I told him right there, I said, listen, there's no need to have that conversation, right? And what I said to him, I said, said, let me handle it. So I told the defense, I said, listen, we've been playing really good, right? We just need to be our best. Don't go out there and try to do something that you haven't done yet. Like, just go be better because you need to be better because that's what we do. And um, I, was, I, was not, I wasn't trying to make them relax. I wasn't trying to make them react in any way. Just making sure they weren't applying undue pressure. And their best is good enough as long as it's better tomorrow. And that's really the message that we try to portray. And I you know, just think at the end of the game, when, when you're playing big games, big-time players step up. It's part of how you work day to day. 
and I think you brought up Braden and and you brought up Jared, but I mean, you know what Kalen did against Clemson. I mean, you just yeah. go through the well. Tatum, know, those what, two plays he made in the end zone against Louisville. What Ventrell did against Pitt, right? When he knocked the ball out, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what Renardo did against LSU. I mean, there's just there's a lot of different things that you can point to, but definitely, I mean. When you win championship games and you win the fashion that we won, a lot of attention goes to the guys that made the most plays, and in part because they deserve it. But really, they just they went about their work and they they did a great job. They were ready for their moment. You know, I'm glad you said that because Mike says that a lot about how proud he is of this team. I just have to imagine the the pride that you took in that team. Now you only got to celebrate for 12 effing hours because of what happened the next day but the pride of, that's a decent to good Louisville offense and I thought that was y'all's best game of the season by far when you absolutely had to have it I just think there must be a pride that comes with that yeah I mean, in, in, a, in an attitude maybe that in a mindset that you're building or have built within this program yeah I mean this is my life like, I got my boys my wife and this team and like you pour everything you have into it so we expect those moments I mean, you're ready for it, and that's the job. And, you know, what I'm excited about is building it beyond that. You know, because there were still plays in that game that shouldn't have happened. There really were, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And there were times early in the season that, like, we can be better. And, like, you know, I, I had a good conversation with Pat Payton today just about, you know, as we're going into this next game, and then as we're moving forward, like, what's it look like? It's not about... Man, we got to get back to this point. No, because that means you're starting back down. Right. Like, it's a constant build for the next thing. It's not, you know, guys leave and come and go, so it's a different team. I respect that. Right. But it's about just constantly building. You know, it's not really a, a circle. It's just a continuation of getting better every day. And I think we have to show it as coaches. You know what I mean? 